Have you ever absolutely panicked after you accidentally deleted a file on your computer? I know I have. It's not an issue if you've got CrashPlan Smart Recovery. Your files are just a few clicks away and can be restored in a snap. CrashPlan provides the best cloud backup solutions in the market. Visit CrashPlan.com slash BossProject for 50% off your first year of CrashPlan. Now you can protect all your work with an unlimited backup and recovery solution. CrashPlan makes it simple to restore some or all of your data. And with unlimited version retention, CrashPlan can be your ultimate rewind button. Get unlimited computer backup for you or your business with CrashPlan Professional. CrashPlan backs up files that live on your computer and works with PC, Mac, and Linux. Don't let data disasters slow you down. CrashPlan has your back and keeps you moving. Go to CrashPlan.com slash BossProject for 50% off your first year of CrashPlan. That's CrashPlan.com slash BossProject for 50% off your first year. Back up better with CrashPlan. Welcome back to another Profit Report. We're excited. Meh. Sort yeah. of excited yeah. to, to talk. Excited is the right word. <laughs> kind of to talk about November, but I think it's important that you guys hear the ups and the downs because it shows what actually can go on in a business and how a couple things that seem minor at the time can really add up and make a big difference in your overall revenue and your overall profit because we're all about profit here at Boss Project and we spent so long focused on top line that we weren't necessarily seeing all the intricacies of what was going on behind the scenes. And so for transparency's sake, our goal and it has been for a while now is to show you what it's like to stabilize your profit and to return it to a place of prosperity and abundance. So our goal is to get to 30% profit on a regular basis. But like, Mm -hmm. what does it take to get there when you have a lot of things at play and you are still playing the marketing game, which you're not completely in control of? So yeah, well, and I think it's super important. We're going to definitely touch over the there were like three really impactful factors this month that led to the results that we had. But I see all the time and I hear from our students or people in our community who just aren't aware of the things that are happening in their business. They're not aware what product or offer is the most profitable. They're not aware of how many subscriptions they're paying for. They're not aware that this thing over here costs them that much and it only brought in this much or whatever. And it's really Mm -hmm. just about being super aware. I know I keep saying that word, but like of what is coming in and going out of your business. And we do this every single month. I know some business owners who only do this once a quarter, or some of you at the end of the year for the very first time. And because we were able to do this and see some really incredible negative impacts that happened this month, we are now more hyper-focused on those not happening again. Because two of them were preventable, one of them more easy than the other. But now we know, right? And so now it's something that we can absolutely be paying attention to, to not have this happen again. Yeah, absolutely. So a couple of things I would point out is when she's talking about being more aware, not only does that awareness drive your decision making, but it makes you alter your focus on the flip side. So like, it's not necessarily all about, oh my gosh, I must like decrease my costs. It might be like, you see one thing 
that raises a flag. And instead of like you burning down the ship, which sometimes happens when you're making emotional decisions, you can instead say, okay, it was this thing. Let me investigate what's going on here. Is this an actual issue or does it just seem like one? And mm-hmm. if so, what do I need to do to correct or fix it? Yeah. Because one of the things that we're going to talk about today, when I tell you the number, you are going <laughs> to flip out. But <laughs> once I tell you what's actually going on, you're going to be like, hmm, that's interesting. Okay, that makes sense. Right. 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 And so it might not be something you're willing to do, but if you had that information, would it change how you feel about your results? I don't know. So let's start with revenue because I mean, revenue is sexy, right? Okay. So in November, y'all know that we did an online summit or maybe you don't know, but we did. We did three this (laughs) year. Our fourth one over... I mean, just about a year period because we did one last November and then three in the calendar year of 2019. And we saw 10% of our total revenue in October was from the summit. In November, that jumped to 48%, Mm -hmm. which is Mm -hmm. pretty significant. I mean, clearly, I mean, it's significant. Well, yeah. And so I think I had posed the question in October, how much more weight is the summit going to bring next month? And we were kind of, you know, I don't remember exactly what we said. Maybe you guys can quote us, but we were kind of hypothesizing around what that result could look like because we start sales in October, like a month before summit starts. And then the summit actually happens in November, but we're still selling tickets up until the date of the event, actually the 24 hours after the event. And so how would that all look like? And yeah, like Abby said, it was up 38% from the month before. Yeah. So that's a big jump in total. And (laughs) it's definitely reflective of what was going on behind the scenes, because when you just looked at simply the attention, the focus, the where our team was at, it was 100% mm-hmm. on the summit. And there was definitely other things working in the background. But I would say the majority of that was either on autopilot with ads and funnels, or yeah. it was reoccurring payments from payment plans. So the rest yeah. of it was a little bit on autopilot, which is great because we still need that revenue in our business but it wasn't necessarily where our attention was spent. So Strategy Academy, our signature program, has been holding steady pretty significantly in that high 30s, low 40s. It dipped 2% in total overall revenue. It was down from 41 to 39, but like it's not a big jump percentage-wise in change. So it's nothing to raise a flag over. Um, But as anyone could imagine, having that be where it's at, there's an opportunity there to see that continue to grow as we stack the amount of people on payment plans. And we'll talk about that when we get to advertising. But that has, in my mind, probably the biggest room for growth out of the things we were seeing in November. It'll be interesting to see how this all works out as things start stacking, though. Because, I mean, I've said it before, and I know we'll talk about it more when we get to advertising. But even though it's been holding steady at that 
percentage, unless we see a lot of growth in the other areas in our business, I think that percentage will continue to climb over time. I agree. Especially because like we are simplifying so much for 2020 that our focus is, and I know this sounds silly like when I say it out loud, but our focus is on three <laughs> areas in our business. But I think I talked about in one of our recent episodes where I gave ourselves like a star rating on what gets our attention and what yeah. amount of attention something gets at any given time. And mm-hmm. so if we're like actively launching or paying attention to something, it gets three stars of our attention two stars and one star is basically just like, it's just running in the background. It's going to do what it's going to do. And so I think like for us, a takeaway that I want to share with everyone is I know we have heard just like you guys a bajillion times. Like if you just focus on one thing, that's what's going to grow and give your time and energy to one thing. And while I absolutely believe that, especially for people who I don't even want to say people who are starting because that's not necessarily true, but there's a difference in me saying like focus on just like one kind of offer or one kind of audience versus like, nope, only sell one thing forever and ever. I think what Abby and I have realized is like, that just doesn't sound fun for us. Yeah. I think there's some synergy in the way our products work together and what we're doing that I think is going to help is we're building a value ladder where everything feels more connected and fluid. Whereas right now there's been, there's been some disjointed kind of things going on. And most of that's on our end. It's not that they're actually disjointed. Like it's just that we're not doing a good job of saying, okay, you're in this product. This would be like the next extension or the next thing you should go into. And so that's something we're working on improving. And in terms of goals for Strategy Academy, I mentioned stacking, but we have a certain dollar amount that we are seeing in terms of like, average number of payments that are coming through. I'm going to refer to that as an MRR, monthly reoccurring revenue. It's not technically because it's not a subscription-based product, right? It reoccurs for 12 payments. It reoccurs (laughs) for 12 payments. So it's close-ish to that, but it's not technically because it doesn't keep going forever. But if we were just to refer to that as an MRR, our goal is to almost double our MRR in quarter one from that particular product, which is a lot, but still potentially doable. It's definitely a stretch. And that's why when Emily is talking about her star ratings, that's why it's getting more attention than some of these other things. Cause like our goal for Trello, basically I could do nothing and that would still happen. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and we make very small, quick adjustments for something like Trello and it will impact it really easily. Like I can quite literally make one PS in an email and that in and of itself is going to have a huge impact. However, it's a $29 sale at a time. And so our attention and more stars of our attention being on our signature program, which is a 2K sale or $199 reoccurring for 12 months is a more financial impact. And not only stacking in regards of payment plans and people enrolling, but there's also just like the stacking or domino effect of the more people get into one product, like the faster that thing grows, right? So like you guys have seen this and I've seen this with our email list. Like as soon as we got over like 15K on our email list, I felt like I blinked and we had, you know, 
30K, 48K continuing to grow, right? So like you just get bigger and bigger. But like that number still applies like regardless of size. So it could be like, right? you know, you going from 10 to 100 can feel like a million years, but you going from 100 yes. to 200 subscribers, you might blink and it'll happen. Yes. It's basically, it's not quite an exponential curve because it's not most things that are exponential curves are things that are completely out of your control. And there's so many factors at play that that would just be luck and awesomeness happening. <laughs> but like, for the most part, it does roll downhill, it does build a snowball, it does grow, and it does become easier when you're talking about volume. But yeah, that's why even at our size, it still makes more sense for us to focus on a higher end product. Now, the funny thing is I just had a conversation with, I was going to bring this up. (laughs) Yeah. I had a conversation with someone who has over a hundred thousand followers on Instagram and very engaged. Oh, crazy engaged. We're talking about like 40% of her audience watches her stories on a daily basis, Mm -hmm. which is just insane. Mm -hmm. And she gets an average of one and a half million hits to her website a month, which is, by the way, just insane. (laughs) (laughs) Mind boggling amounts of traffic. Okay. And she was talking about some of her products and for her and her audience and what she's doing. Like, I can't quite wrap my head around the fact that she wants to spend time on two and four dollar downloads. I just can't Literally quite grasp it. Two, $1.99 and $4.99 products. But her conversion rate, her engagement rate, and the amount of just audience that is available to her. And again, when you have 100,000 followers, like the growth to 150,000, you know what I mean? Like it's all the same, growing from 100 to 200, like it's all the same. But like just the sheer amount of people that can impact her revenue even at that low end product range is just bananas. Yeah. So for her, yes, she could come out with a $2,000 product and people would buy it. But because she has such a high volume and her audience is so specific, or maybe the fact that it's not specific, I'm not quite sure. I haven't quite wrapped my head around it. But either way, there's a debate like could you make more yeah. with the volume she has at such a low like no-brainer price mm-hmm. i don't know mm-hmm. but i would say if you're starting to question this in your own business i will tell you at over half a million dollars in our business it still doesn't make sense for us to focus on the low ball offer it doesn't no, no. it just simply no. does not Okay. And so I know you're like sitting here thinking, oh, well, if I put this out and it's so cheap and it's such a no brainer, like it'll make my life easier. And it might Mm -hmm. make your life easier and it might be easier to sell, but like the volume you have to make up to make up the difference Mm -hmm. is just so stupid that like it literally only starts to make sense when we're talking about hundreds of thousands of people. Yeah. And I'm just going to guess the majority of you aren't there. Right. And I can talk about this piece alone in general, but I know, and you just said, but a lot of people have said like, oh, it's easier to sell something that's $25 or $7.99 or whatever. I hard disagree. 
hard disagree. I think like as soon as you fall in love with something and see the value in something, even if it's premium, that to me is easier to sell. Because when you're looking at it, like like what Abby's saying, like the amount of volume that you have to, like all of that starts to play into your headspace when you're selling. So like you talk about it once because it's super easy and it's only, you know, 30 bucks over here, but the feeling creeps in, right? Cause I'm seeing this even in earrings, right? Where it's like, Oh my God, I have to talk about this all the time to make a dent. Do I know when I post on stories a lot during the day and show the process that I see a spike in sales, but that spike in sales might be like 300 bucks, Versus if we talk about something a lot regarding our signature program, there might be the same amount of people that are going to the website, the same amount of people that are viewing that. But even if only one person buys, that's 2K. Right. So it's just a different ballgame. Totally. Totally. And like, honestly, it makes me biased about a lot of other things. Like I'm sure because you know what a higher end product can do, it's really hard when you're working on, even though your cost of goods sold is slow, you working with, you know, 25 to $35 range physical product, like it's still, I mean, it's a hurdle to get over mind wise to make up well, the difference. It is because, you know, I was sitting here thinking about just like, and this isn't an episode about my earring business, no. but, <laughs> um, you know, I've made tremendous strides in that. Like still pinch me what the F is happening. I can't believe it strides when the five short months that I've been doing it truly, like if you're listening and you've got something, I like could cry over your shoulder. It's just amazing. Even with all of that, even with the excitement, even with the buzz, even with the tremendous growth in such a short time, I was thinking about like, okay, so from the outside looking in, right, it might look like that because of the, you know, rave around the earrings and I have been selling or whatever that like, oh my gosh, that girl is like rolling in some dough. And I know I've even shared some of the like financial success from that over on my Instagram stories. But I was like, breaking it down. I'm like, no, please remember that like, I follow the rule that we've given lots of business owners where you save, you know, 25% to reinvest back in your business, 25% for taxes, 50% you get paid, right? And yeah, I've been doing that. And I think what oftentimes people forget and what I even forget is like, my cost of goods is low, but there's boxes and shipping and labels and it costs more to literally run a product-based business because oh, totally. like the advanced commerce plan and the shipping easy plan and a scale and like all of the suppliers that I need and just time in getting all of that together. Right. And so I think it's funny where a lot of people are, and this is why we say start with services. A lot of people are like, Oh, I can just make these like macrame wall hangings and sell them on Etsy. And if I can just make like a couple extra hundred bucks here and there in order to make a couple extra hundred bucks, you have to make way more than that. Oh, for sure. For sure. And I don't know if like overall it's more expensive or it just feels like it because the volume, I think it's the, it feels like it's more expensive because of the volume issue. Like you might have, like if you were looking at percentage, you're caught and I don't actually know I'm making this shit up, but like your percentage in terms of cost of goods, it might only be 15%. But like 15% of $30, like 
and then you have to sell more. I don't know. It just adds up versus like 15% of $2,000. All of a sudden, my margin looks a lot prettier. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. right? Well, in the product, it's at least how I do it because now I have something that I can prove that I will sell, right? I didn't do this month one, but like last month, my profit margins were a lot like the lowest they've ever been because I bought more boxes, more business cards, more labels, because I was tired of ordering them every two weeks. And so I finally had enough in the bank to just be like, let's just order what I know now I can sell. Like if I decide to be done after this, I know I can get the remainder of these boxes out. You know what I mean? And so I still feel like a good happy... I didn't order 10,000 boxes, but I did order more than what would just get me through one restock or whatever. And so that definitely affects it. But it's just a different look at it, right? No, for sure. So our $29 product made up 34% of our overall revenue in November. Yeah. Which is just so funny to me. Like I just like <laughs> every day I could talk about the magic of Trello for business. And if you guys have not checked out trelloforbusiness.com, please go take a look at it. If you need any sort of organizational tool, digital planner, way to set goals, plan launches, organize a podcast, like get your editorial calendar. Seriously, it's the best $29 you will ever spend in your entire life. Okay. And if you're feeling a little skeptical, which by the way, you shouldn't be because over 5,500 people have literally raved about this thing. But I will say we did just put out a free board. So like if you want to try it before you buy it, you could definitely go to bossproject.com slash free board, all one word, and grab that and just try it out. Get a taste of of what's inside. And you're going to be like, yeah, "Yeah, I want all the other 11 boards, please. Other boards. Yes. Yes. (laughs) It's because of shameless plugs like that. No, for sure. But we're not the only one who does it, which is really helpful. When you have a product Mm -hmm. that's so good that literally anyone, regardless of if they're getting paid or not, will promote it for you. That's when you know you've hit the money on the head or hit the nail on the head. We have no affiliate for that program still to this day. So on purpose, like we've been asked hundreds of times and no doubt we could have hundreds of affiliates for it. But I don't think anyone would pour as much attention into it as it needs to be worth our time to manage all of that. Right. Right. Like y'all would have to be bringing in as much as we bring in for it to be like, okay, that was worth it. Which sounds crazy. So it's just not a thing. Okay. So all of that to say, that's the majority of our income. Sure. There were other things. There always are other things. Every time my accountant looks at our stuff, he's like, why do you have so many other things? And I was like, cause they find it and buy it and I can't control it. So stop yelling at me that there's seven things that are still on the list yeah. for revenue. He's okay? like, why do you even still have this course? I'm like, well, three people fucking bought it on their own and we didn't even talk about it. So what do you want me to do about it, dad? I know. I'm like, so sorry. <laughs> I was like, I'm not going to totally shut it down because if they want it, I'll let them have it. But no. Anyway, that was definitely the majority is those three products. And I think going into 2020, we will consistently have three products leading the pack. Mm -hmm. One of them, I will say, will be totally brand new. And I think Ah! will surprise you. Ah! So we are so excited about what's coming. And all of the ways it's going to be integrated with other things that you already love and use. So 
That's all yes. I can say for now. Yes. But it is coming. Okay, now here's yes. the part where I start to be like, okay, guys, <clears throat> hold on a minute. Do trust me on this. I'm not crazy. But I think you're going <laughs> to think I'm crazy. Because our cost of goods sold was 78% of our revenue. 72% of which was advertising, which is double the month before. Mm -hmm. Before you take a hatchet, say, I'm never listening to these people. They're literally just (laughs) racking it up, just making it look like they got their shit together. Don't be thinking that. I'll tell you straight up, we got a 5X ROI on our advertising in the month of November. 5X, you guys. That's bananas. Unfortunately, it's on SA, which is spread out over 12 months. So it will take us the entire 12 months to get that 5X. But that's where we've talked about before that like opportunity cost. Are you willing to take a short-term loss over a long-term gain. A lot of businesses play into this and some can afford to do it and some can't, but is that something you're willing to do? I don't know. Yeah. You have to think about it. You have to consider all the options. So I've explained it before on the podcast, but essentially what it means is for us right now, it is costing us between two and three months worth of payment plans to make up the ad cost. But then everything after that is pure margin. So are we willing to pay a little bit more to have like a premium person in a premium product, but knowing that like, we are getting such an incredible return? I don't know. Yeah. Want to learn exactly step-by-step how to get paid to generate leads in your business? I've kept these details to myself for far too long. I'm ready to spill everything and give you the exact steps that help me generate tens of thousands of qualified leads and millions in low-ticket digital product sales. I won't just show you what I did, but teach you how you can do it too. I'm talking not just how to create low-ticket digital products, but also showing you how to use them strategically to generate leads for your other existing or future offers. I'm sharing it all at bossproject.com slash jumpstart, including exactly how I made $8,033 and generated 277 leads my very first month selling digital products. Find out more at bossproject.com slash jumpstart. When it comes to hiring, don't go searching for the one. Just meet your match with Indeed. Get unparalleled access to job seekers with over 350 million unique monthly visitors globally, according to Indeed data, and an extended reach through Glassdoor. I love that Indeed makes it easy to hire because I'm busy enough already. When we've hired in the past, the process was full of unqualified applicants. With Indeed, we can target the right candidates for the right position. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. In the minute I've been talking to you, 23 hires were made on Indeed, according to Indeed data worldwide. 
And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash strategy hour. Just go to Indeed.com slash strategy hour right now and support our show by seeing you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash strategy hour. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Money issues are a common stressor in any relationship. Monarch Money is the top-rated personal finance app that can get you and your partner on the same page without any extra cost. Monarch has built-in collaboration features, so together you can see your finances, budget, and get insights on your cash flow. It's the easiest way to manage any household finances. I've tried other finance apps in the past, and they didn't work the way I wanted them to. I don't want to stress over finances. Monarch is the top-rated all-in-one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all your accounts, investments, transactions, and more. Create custom budgets, set goals, and collaborate with your partner. And now get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com strategy. Monarch has a tool that allows you to easily import your data from Mint and keep all of your tags and categories. Monarch's simple, intuitive design makes it so easy to get set up, customize, and use. Monarch prioritizes my privacy, and they'll never sell my data to third parties. After trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it's the top-rated personal finance app. And right now, get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com strategy. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash strategy for your extended 30-day free trial. And we've also talked about this before where we talked actually heavily about this last profit report, but where you need to be aware of your break-even points Uh and your stacking points and how much are you going to quote unquote lose before it breaks even or before you gain. Because it's not like instant. And if you're quote losing money and then continue to make that ad spend for many months on end before you see growth, like that does have an impact in your business. And we saw that really hard at the beginning of this year. Now we do it a lot more intentionally and with a lot more strategy and a lot slower upticks in that. But still, like, we're doing it. (laughs) Yeah, we definitely have slowed down our spend. Like, right now, we're spending about a third or less of what we were spending at the beginning of the year. And at the beginning of the year, we had our foot on the gas, but it was too much for everybody. I mean, because it was a gamble. Yeah, it was a lot. It was a total gamble. I don't even think it, like, would be beneficial to really break down all of that. Happy to do that if you guys want. But... We definitely learned a lot. We also started working with someone new, which just had a different little mentality for spending that was more beneficial for us. We need to kind of have... So the one takeaway I will tell you guys that I think will be helpful. What we realized is that it doesn't really matter who it is on your team. For us, it's really beneficial to us that this person is our ads team manager. But if you are the person who is just like, let's just pop up a landing page and see what happens. Let's just try this new thing over here. Let's see what happens. If you have a new idea for a product and within a week, you can have it like on your digital shelves and selling, then I really encourage you to look for someone on your team who is the direct opposite. Yeah. (laughs) Who is just like, 
whoa, let's like look at everything. Let's slow down. Let's look at this. And Abby and I are both really good at just making quick decisions and diving all in and like turning up the volume. We had that same kind of personality in our old ads team. And it just led to a lot of like expensive decisions. I would say riskier decisions. Yes. A hundred percent. Yes, yes, yes. And so now it's like, we are, we have our grandpas, our ST manager in all the best way possible. And they are so helpful and so strategic and like keep us down to earth. Yeah. Tony's like, so are you ready to turn up the volume on this? And I, I started saying stuff and I literally said yes. And he was like, so what I'm hearing you say is no. And, <laughs> and I was like, damn it. You can read right through me. What the hell? <laughs> so between all of what you just said, he heard my hesitation <laughs> and he knew that it was going to make me uncomfortable. So that's yeah. really funny. And so it's good to have those people on your team and on your yeah. side. So yes, we spent a lot. Yes, I think it's worth it. Yes, it's scary, but like we'll get through it now. Mm-hmm. So that was factor number one. And us having kind of a wonky November. Factor number two was 100% preventable. And I'm not going to blame anyone on our team, but let's just (laughs) say someone that we pay consistently, a contractor we pay consistently. I have literally no idea why, but we missed their invoice in October. Yeah. And so we paid two invoices in November. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know how it happened. It slipped through the cracks. It is what it is. And I'm not like, literally no one was mad about anything except for it directly impacted our profit for November. Right. Because, you know, remember how we had like, you guys remember how good our profit was? I was like, oh man, what? We got to be like missing something. We were, we were missing a big contractor payment. (laughs) And I figured that out like right after we recorded it, I started like looking at it again. I was like, oh. Okay. Now we still would have been very profitable in October. It was just would have been a little bit less, but nonetheless, because of the double payment of one of our contractors, which was intentional, we didn't like accidentally pay them twice. We paid them twice because we did a whoopsie and forgot to pay them the month before. We had 42% of our revenue go to contractors. Remember our goal is 20%. Now, If we had not had the double payment and it would have been normal, our overall payment towards contractors would still have been high at 30%, Mm -hmm. but not Mm -hmm. as crazy or weird. Which would still have made sense to us even before you make your last point because our ad spend was higher, our like... We had summit stuff that was higher. People so were working make, more. People were working more. Right. So all of that would have checked out because it was a big launch month. Absolutely. So now my final point is <laughs> really just so fun. Works my backside. Okay. So long story short, long story short, we decided to switch slash not really switch, but basically switch didn't really realize all the switching that was actually happening. Our payment processor. Now we still use Stripe and PayPal, but whether you guys realize it or not, you probably don't. Cause why would you? 
all of our courses are on Teachable. And we have, since we've been on the pro plan for, I mean, years at this point, we have run all of our payments through our own processors through Stripe and PayPal. But they were beta testing a new thing called Teachable Payments. And I'm not going to get too knee deep into like all the reasons why it didn't ultimately work for us. But it was just, it was interesting because it was like, you gain this, but you lose this, you gain this, you lose this. But one of the things that was definitely the worst, (laughs) (laughs) the worst is we had to switch PayPal temporarily over to their 30-day processor. So instead of normally when someone purchases through our site and chooses PayPal as their checkout option, similar to Stripe, it just like immediately goes in. Like it's just like it's automatic, right? Now with PayPal, they're really cool about like just holding your money until you tell them to do something with it. Stripe holds it for two days, automatically deposits it. PayPal will hold on to it as long as you don't touch it. It's really nice. So I check it quite often, but nonetheless, I had it's to nice switch to this. Find a pile of money, but it's frustrating when you're like, why am I not making any money? <laughs> Sitting in PayPal, I'll tell you what. It's sitting in PayPal. Everyone, go check your PayPal right now. Anyway, when I switched it, basically what happened is every PayPal transaction now had a 30-day hold period where we didn't see that revenue in our business. Mm. 30 days. So annoying. Did they ever say why? Like what the purpose behind that was? No. I don't know. I'm not really sure. I mean, I know why I had to switch it, but I don't know why they had to hold it. It doesn't matter. Just to showcase the impact on our business, 25% of all payments that go through our company are through PayPal. 25%. So imagine you have your revenue and then all of a sudden, because we just switched in this month, so this was new, all of a sudden, 25% of your income you don't see it for 30 days. I don't like it. <laughs> so like our revenue looked like it dropped dramatically <laughs> when in reality, it's just like in a holding cell, like in jail over, mm-hmm. <laughs> over here mm-hmm. and we will get it January 1st. I don't like that at all. I still don't like it. Which is so crazy because we earned it in November and we won't see yeah. that reflected until 2020. Mm-mm. So how is that going to mess with taxes? It's not because they, we okay. technically didn't, we earned it, but because it didn't go on our P&L, it's not revenue. So it's not going to, it basically is if we didn't earn it at all until wow. 2020. So Emily's like, wait, <laughs> what? No. That's so, when bullshit. I, so when I say our revenue is down, it wasn't down because it was actually down. It was down because it's in this holding period. So January is going to look like for 30 days. Yeah. January is going to look like the bomb.com. Now see, here's the thing. It's like, if you were to do this for an extended period of time, like it wouldn't be weird because you would just get it the next month and like, right. It would all even out. It would all even out, but it's because we switched in the month. So we didn't earn any of it. Like we didn't have last month's come in. Does that make sense? right, Right. Yes. 
in December, it'll feel pretty good. In January, it'll feel even better because we not only get, <laughs> because we switched back, we'll not yeah. only get all this stuff from November, but we will get all of the new payments. Yeah. So January will look really yummy. No, what's that spammy commercial? It's my money and I want it now. <laughs> it's exactly. That's how <laughs> I feel about it. So just to review the three factors just that just put, <laughs> just, uh, put those nails in our coffin, as Emily put it. Long story short, for those of you waiting, you're like, wait, was there a profit? Was there a loss? Whatever. There was a loss in November, but I truly believe it was related to these three specific things. And if all things had been equal, we would have 100% made really good money in November. But three yeah. things that shot us in the foot. One being the essay return delay on ads. Which we knew so we're not seeing that a thing. That was not a surprise. Yeah, that wasn't a surprise. We planned on that. The oops, we forgot to pay our contractor double payment thing. <laughs> that was our bad. <laughs> <laughs> and then the payment processor thing. We knew it was a thing, but at the time thought it was going to be worth it to do all the things. It, it was not. And it wasn't. So not. <laughs> so... That's the story there. <laughs> I don't know. I don't really have anything else to say about it other than you will run into things in your business where you're like, all these things are going so great and everything's going and everything's fantastic. And like, I'm watching this and I'm watching that. Now, granted, if we had had the payment processor thing be the way it should have been and we hadn't had the double payment, we still would have shown a loss in this month intentionally like we chose mm -hmm. to take a loss mm -hmm. because of the essay stuff mm -hmm. so like it wasn't a shock that we had a loss but the amount of loss yeah. was a little bit of a shock yeah so i want the lesson here for you guys because again it doesn't matter if you're making five hundred dollars or five thousand dollars or more or less or anything in between I just want you to be aware of what's going in and out. Like, are there missed contractors? Like at times we've gotten like double charged for something and we've had to go back and fix it. Like one software that we canceled, like at the beginning of the year, randomly charged us for another annual, you know, membership again. And so we had to fix that. But it's stuff like that, that you're just simply not aware of if you're not paying attention to these things. For example, I'll give a personal example. I had two Audible memberships for six months without even realizing it because I signed up with two different email accounts on free trials and then they both went to paid trials. I was paying $20 a month for audiobooks for six months and I did not realize until we were like, okay, we need to actually like crunch some numbers and like where's all of our money going to Audible is one place. <laughs> <laughs> and so I fixed that shit. But like, what is that version for you? <laughs> Emily is exactly the kind of consumer that every company yes, dreams of. You, want you me buy, to buy something on a subscription mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <laughs> and doesn't set reminders. I'm the person that has five reminders to cancel a free trial. Yeah. I'm just telling you I right can, now. I no Who's longer allow myself to sign up for free trials. Who's not surprised? Now, granted... My husband has saved me a time or two from ads that look too good to be true mm. where they're like, just pay for the shipping. And then you uh, don't realize yeah. that it's like signing you up for like an auto ship thing. Oh, shoot. I almost bought 
Well, now one of them is like a very popular activewear company. Oh, I know what you're saying. Like, my mom fell for that. Right. And so like, I was like, this is a great deal. Like this is about the cost that it would be if I went to Penny's or Macy's or something. But like, there's more options. Like mm-hmm. you go to JCPenney and you can get like black or gray or whatever. Yeah. But like there was a cuter option. So I was like, oh, this is so great. And then I didn't realize that there was going to be a box. But my husband's like, let me read the fine yeah. print. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I almost did it again for granola bars. Granola I was like, bars. Because <laughs> they were like, so they were going to send you four flavors and you got to try them and you just had to pay a dollar for shipping. Mm-hmm. And he was like, let me see that. Yeah. <laughs> Next month, it's $9.99 shipping. <laughs> right. Because it was an influencer that like I trust personally. Yeah. But, I mean, slash, you know her. Yeah, I know. I I'll tell you later. what you're talking about now. Yeah, for sure. When it's stuff like that, it pops up around all the time in business. Yeah, it's everywhere. It's everywhere. You guys. Right. We're not saying don't buy things because you're going to get duped into no. something. That's not what we're saying. We're just saying like you have to be on top of it. On the like someone charging us that shouldn't have been, that happened twice within two weeks, yeah. over a $1,000 charge a piece. And the only reason, well, not the only reason, I would have figured it out Eventually. later. But like one of the reasons I caught it right away is like, yeah, I turn notifications off for everything, not my credit card. Yeah. When I have things charged that are over a thousand dollars, like I get a notification on my phone intentionally because, like, yeah, y'all don't steal from me, please. <laughs> so I took a screenshot and I was like, we need to look at this immediately. <laughs> anyway, I feel like we ranted and like said a million things. I hope you got something out of it. But basically, what to look out for is knowing your shit. And 2020 is going to be the bomb. And just you wait until January. That's it. That's really all we have today. Looking to elevate your brand without the headache? Join the co-op, our creative template shop membership. With thousands of easy to customize templates, all crafted to seamlessly fit your business aesthetics. We make nurturing leads and driving sales effortless. We're talking serious impact and seriously simple creation. Become a member now at creativeshopcoop.com and transform your business today. That's creativeshopcoop.com. Hey, a few quick favors before you leave. I'd love if you'd share today's episode, send it to a friend who needs to hear it and post on social. You can show us where you're listening from, your favorite takeaway, or why someone else should listen. Be sure to tag me at Abigail Says and at Boss Project so we can share it. Okay, second favor. To get podcast updates and all the behind-the-scenes news from Boss Project, I'd love if you'd join my VIP list. Just head to bossproject.com slash sign up to make sure I have all your contact details. Really love this show? It would mean so much to me if you'd leave a rating and review. It not only helps more listeners find the show but allows us to bring on quality sponsors so we can keep bringing you this valuable content for free. Thanks so much for listening. Until next time.